What is up guys, Amir Fazeli here from Adonis Athletics with a strong belong joining you for another episode of Bars, Plates and Protein Shakes as I drive home from a solid day's work overcoming obstacles and meeting new challenges and all that jazz and today's topic of conversation is on the the uh, subject of individualization and, and individualizing or tailor-making a program to, uh, to people's needs. Uh, so, you know, in, in today's world, everybody wants that, wants, wants a program that's, you know, quote-unquote individualized for them and uh, is is tailor made for them and and um, and so on. Now, I dare say that uh, as important as a as a factor it is in programming and coaching, it is a little bit overstressed by uh, by people by by the by the consumer by the member by the athlete is what I'm talking about by the client. So. The uh, people that are after uh, programs these days tend to overstress uh, the things like individualization, often at the expense of more important training principles such as uh, specificity, progressive overload, especially recovery, and things like that. So individualization is a very important training principle, make no mistake about it. You just want to make sure that it's not something that you're emphasizing at the expense of other things that are also supremely important. In fact, probably much more important than individualization. Because the reason why I say that is because uh, as, as you're dealing with a client that is of a lesser uh, experience level typically the less individualization they can have and get away with it that doesn't mean that it's a good thing and that it should be done but they can get away with it uh, more than if it's a more of an advanced level athlete an advanced level lifter and uh, no individualization is uh, is attended to and there are a couple of reasons and one reason for that is because, well, when we're talking about individualization, we're obviously talking about addressing weak points as a, as a major factor of individualization. Weak points, uh, recovery uh, rates and things like that, right? Now, as far as weak points are concerned, it's hard to individualize for somebody who's at a beginner level or close to a beginner level, mostly because there are no weaknesses that have been identified yet, right? And and this is why in the in the earlier stages you want to you want to target a wide range of activities, a wide range of exercises for more beginner level athletes. That's why uh, beginner level programs for most strength sports resemble uh, bodybuilding programs. In the sense that they use a wide, a wider variety of exercises and a wider variety of rep ranges, 
especially a lot more rep ranges towards the higher end, eights, tens, twelves, and so on. It's only when you get towards the other end of the scale, when you're dealing with really experienced level athletes who are much more advanced, that uh, the exercise selections start to become narrowed down a lot more. And it uh, comes down to pretty much just you know two or three different exercises, and that's done for a for a significant period of time before a change is even considered. Now, the other thing with individualization is that oftentimes when you're working with somebody, especially for the first time, you have no idea what this person's um, recovery capacity is like, what this person's weaknesses are, anything like that. Uh, the best sort of information you can gather is by asking a couple of questions in regards to what they do for work, what their current training is like, how many times a day they train currently, what kind of intensity ranges and so on. And also by having a look at uh, their current lifts, preferably close to a max, so that you can see uh, what kind of weak or where the weaknesses are, where there is a decrease in acceleration, uh, where the, uh, the bar speed starts to slow down, where it is the slowest and so on. And you can use that information to identify what that person is going to need in terms of individualization of the program. So there are some aspects that you can individualize from the get-go with people by asking some questions and having a look at their lifting. But then there are other things that you don't really know until you start working with that person. You'll find that some people are, are really good at taking on volume uh, and recovering from that. So that so that means you, you could probably give them uh, twice a week uh, squatting and twice a week deadlifting and they'll recover from that. You'll find sometimes in others that that's not the case. You'll have to scale back or even completely cut out one of the squats and or the bench press, uh, the deadlift days, excuse me, uh, completely to be able to uh, match that person's recovery ability because of whatever reason it may be, whether it's a lifestyle factor, whether it's just a lack of uh, capability of the body to handle that, that much of a stress and recover from it, uh, whether it's uh, muscle, fiber composition, whatever it may be, it doesn't really matter uh, because at the end of the day, you're trying to get the results and, and the results are going to come by you adjusting the workload you're giving that person. So, uh, a lot of things, like as far as individualization is concerned, can only be determined once the person is actually, you know, worked with. Once you, once a coach spends uh, a couple of weeks, maybe even a couple of cycles, actually uh, working with that person and identifying where weaknesses are in movements and really taking the time to uh, prescribe the required exercise variation that actually identifies that or works with and addresses that person's weakness. But also certain things just cannot be really determined from the get-go, such as recovery capacity, you know, how fast they recover from a certain workload, how many times a week they can squat, how many times a week they can, they can bench, deadlift, anything like that. There's just educated guesses you're going to have to make along the way. And really, that comes with experience. Uh, 
there is no other way. Look, for, for every bit of information that you read or you listen to online, you need to spend at least the same amount of time, probably one and a half or twice the amount of time, actually going out there and applying it. Because theory is all well and good. It's all well and good for you to know that individualization is important and it needs to be applied and etc etc but it's another thing to actually know how to apply it when there is a whole wide range of uh, dynamics at play there are there are different uh, factors that you need to consider that all come into play together so a lifter's experience level okay then that goes that's going to get influenced also by a lifter's body weight how strong they are uh, how fit they are, if they are bench press only, or if they're doing, you know, all three lifts as far as, you know, powerlifting is concerned. Uh, what kind of, uh, what kind of a job they've, they've got? Is it physical or not so physical? Is it, do they generally lead a stressful life or not? These things all have a major playing effect on somebody's uh, program design. And, Although you may try and factor all of those in at the start when you write the program, you're probably not going to get it exactly right that, that first time on the first go. You're going to have to start with something that has come, has been put together, that's been compiled from educated guesses and experience, and then start to get feedback from the athlete on the go and apply those back in. At least that's how I like to do it. I don't like to have rigidity and sort of, you know, guessing everything, I would like to make some very good, clear, educated guesses that are going to have 80% of the impact, and then from there, be in touch with the athlete as much as possible uh, to get live feedback as to what that's actually doing. Because on paper, what you have written may sound very good, but in real life, it actually doesn't come together very well. And so you need to really... Uh, hone it in and, and be in touch with the athlete or the client all throughout the training process itself. So just to recap, individualization is important, but it's not as important as a lot of people make it at the expense of other uh, training principles. It has to be accounted for, yes, for sure. To optimize training, it needs to be uh, adapted to that person's recovery ability, to that person's experience level and so on, uh, but at the same time it cannot be at the expense of other things, especially in the terms of in terms of like recovery, specificity, uh, progressive overload and things like that. Uh, and a lot of times a lot of uh, individualization cannot be factored in straight away. There needs to be ongoing um, trial and error for a couple of weeks sometimes for it to really be honed down on. <laughs>